Vincent gets him out now, and here he comes. Denon Kingley gets up the rail. Golden 60, they roar for their hometown hero. He's a length clear over Salios, running on Mother Earth. It's Golden 60, the locals can't beat him. The internationals can't beat him. This is his house, Fortress Golden 60. It's Nature Strip out clear in the King stand by two lengths from Acclam Express. Twilight calls them behind these equilaterals. Salute a world-class Frita. Nature Strip, a ripper in the King stand. Be Twilight calls Acclam Express. But it's Zaki clear, 50 metres to go. Zaki, a star, an all-star mile winner. Scored a length and a quarter. State of rest at the moment is holding Baybridge on the run to the line. State of rest, driven out for Shane Cross. And a Royal Oscar winner for Joseph O'Brien. Won the Prince of Wales's under a peach. The gold medal, he's 11. But my G, he doesn't know it. Dead him, look at him, he won't give in. The gold medal, too bad, Daniels. What a hometown hero. Wicks down the middle, Kings will dream of the 100, it's getting desperate. Now Wicks is storming home, Wicks over the top. Archie's too good, but can't beat her. G'day punters and welcome to another Racing Previews podcast. Of course, this week, the first Victorian Group 1 of the new season. It's the Memsey Stakes, 1,400 metres weight for age at Caulfield, and we absolutely can't wait for it. Uh, I'm your host, Ben Colucci, and I'm joined, as always, by Nick McWalter and Will Alford. Nico, how's your week been? Jumps are back this week, so you're back uh, and you're up and about. We've culled the segment. <laughs> No Explain. more jumps tips. Is anyone? You just can all go and get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> nah, just kidding, punters. It'll. There's actually. I actually haven't had time to do any form. Benny's just. We're back on Benny's time schedule, and I haven't had any time to do all the form. But there'll be. We'll briefly go over the races, and uh, yeah, you'll have to have to wait until Sunday for the tips. But have a little quick go over and uh yeah looking forward to it i'm more excited for sunday than saturday but that's just me get me to ballarat probably gonna cry after the last because flying angel will win and i won't have to i won't be able to back him for another six seven months so be a sad time but yeah anyway for context on. for context punters nico's dirtied up and he's he's thrown the toys out of the cotton he's thrown the toys out of the cotton said there's no more jumps uh segment because he talks too much <laughs> that's fine we don't have to talk about the jumps dig yourselves out on Sunday on your fucking own there's only one horse we need to back on Sunday and he's the horse you just mentioned Will Alford we've got punting form back which means we've got you back correct yeah yeah I'm back um, <laughs> yeah I'm like Nico I'm really busy I've got 25 million sacks next week and um, I was doing form on the way home from school so <laughs> just to 
be back on the podcast this week. So yeah, yeah form on the fly, which we love. Uh, we've got to mention it off the top. We the the podcast has a sponsor. We have a sponsor. It's been a it's been First a while sponsor. coming, but Willie Barbs has got his new clothing line called Wear the Punt Punters. Um, Horse related clothes. Uh, he's got Racing hats. Terminology. Yeah, he's got Racing. hats. He's got hoodies. He's got t-shirts. Um, stubby holders. Stubby holders. There's going to be plenty coming out. It's www.wherethepunt.com.au. RP15 for 15% off. And we're going to do a little competition uh, just to get the ball rolling for a free hat. And I'm going to make it whoever can tip me the winner in the Memsy first will get the free hat. So we're not even going to mention on the on the uh, Instagram because we're just going to give it to the loyal listeners. Whoever can uh, tip me the Memsy winner first after listening to the podcast will get the free hat. We will like, plug. We will like plug all over our socials as well. The yeah. page. We'll tag the page and the website and whatnot. Yeah, for Do sure. I qualify? Can I tip the winner? Uh, mate, off air, you weren't even telling me who you're tipping <laughs> in the group one, so... <laughs> We're, we're, we're copping the B-set bunners. You're not even going to give us the A-set. So. So, the, so the short the answer to that get, is all no. All the studies get into his head. <laughs> all right. Know what's happening in racing this week. Form, form, form. Let's get straight into the bets. Show me the money. Yes! Yeah. Show me the money. That's it, brother. Yo, that's it. Show me the money. I need to feel you, Jerry. Show me the money. Jerry, you better yell. Show me the money. Show me the money. We go to Caulfield. Uh, Nico and I will be heading out there on Saturday. Will, I'm not sure if you will be joining us or you'll be heading the books. I'm assuming the latter. Uh... But Caulfield, woke up this morning, it's a heavy eight out there, so they have copped a bit of rain. Uh, it's rail true, but there shouldn't be too much more rain on the way. You'd say it still will be in the genuine soft range. Uh, Who'd we, know with Melbourne? Yeah, we don't know, but I don't think it'll improve. I think it'll be a six at best. Um, so yeah, we'll work off that. Race one, 2000 meter, benchmark 78 handicap. Hateful race. Skip opinions it. here. Skip it. Skip it? <laughs> I'm pretty happy, honestly, to skip yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I didn't look at it. Yeah, skip it. Storm King, punting form maps has Storm King getting complete control from three. Um, but the less we say about the race, the better, I think. Oh, and, and on sponsors earlier, punningform.com.au, if you're listening, <laughs> we're open to a sponsor. <laughs> 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 as well as betfair.com.au <laughs> we'll have a bet365 before betfair uh, whatever just come on board free subs and free merch would be absolutely brilliant <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right race two race one is skipped we go to race two it's a 1400 meter mares benchmark 90 what's uh, favorite we've got lady of honor looks to be going forward here uh, she not really sure what happened first up. It was a little bit disappointing, but it probably wasn't her race. I'm very grey on this race. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I sort of, I would have backed Starlight Scope if it wasn't twenties into tens, um, just because I think it might be a leadish sort of day. 
um, with the rail going into the true for the first time in a while, especially earlier on in the day. And um, Lady of Honor didn't get any control last time. I think that's what she needs. She goes up to 1,400 now. I think she could be winning, but no real confidence. Saigon is probably next best, but no tip in the race, no, no real confidence. Yep, very fair. All right, we're not offering much for you punters, but <laughs> we assure you it will heat up. Race three, benchmark 78, 1,400 metres. Um, look, a lot of winter form here, but at least a lot of these horses are up and running and we know a fair bit of their form. I know he's a bit of a hateful horse, but I am going to side with number seven, Pashiro. I think, I think he can go forward here, and that is one of the main reasons why I think he can win the race. Drawn barrier nine, um, I think it's kind of he's kind of come to the crossroads this prep. You're sick. This horse led a CS Hayes, and it took all of Pinstripe's brilliance to run him down. If he can produce something anywhere near close to that, then he is, the winner of, he is the winner of this race. Um, the heavy track is, is obviously some concern, but I wouldn't be... I know it says zero from three on soft tracks, but he actually has ran really well in some of those better races. So he's a $6 or $5, $56 favorite, and I could have something small on him. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty keen for Skira as well. Yes. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty keen. Um, so he resume, resumed in good order over six furlongs behind Passive Aggressive. Um, they went, well, obviously they sit up at Flemington, so it suited him a bit. Um, and then he's had no luck at the last two, and then he was in the inferior ground the whole time last start. And he's drawn inside in both starts um, over his last two starts, and and he's been he's sort of missed the start in both times, so he's. He's been three, or four back, five back defence, and just in a horrible spot. Um, so this time being drawn out, if he he misses it, it won't be as bad. And I think Damien Lane on and fourth up, he's just he's just a lot better than these realistically. And I think he he will start start a bit shorter than six dollars, which he is now. So yeah, I'm pretty keen for Skiro. Get on now, punters. Nico, you might have to come with us as much as I know you don't want to. Not a chance. <laughs> you can back that squib on your own. Okay. Race four. It's a handicap over 1,400 metres, and there are some very nice horses uh, resuming here. There's a couple that have already had a couple runs. I think one of the most interesting things with this race is there are three main go main uh go forward kind of horses the gentleman roy draws one buffalo river draws 10 and open-minded draws five uh is gentleman roy just going to easily hand up to him from barry one or do you think he kicks up uh no i think i don't think he's quick enough to hold out a fit buffalo river logan mcneil yep. when he gets to Caulfield on a front runner he likes to let him run and he's actually profitable at Caulfield. um so I think I think uh, Buffalo River will roll along in front. He's fit, and I think Gentleman Roy will get the box seat, maybe one and a half lengths behind him. Yep. Good race. Are we betting? Uh, yeah, I'm having a bet. All right, go. I'm back in. I wish I win. 
Mr. Consistent, this bloke. Only missed a place once in its career. It's got very good form in New Zealand behind On The Bubbles and Imperatrez. Um, Imperatrez is obviously favourite for the Mayor's Mile race. Escapes me right now. Um, My classic. Well, that's what it used no, to the be Empire called, Rose. Right? Empire Rose, she's favourite for. She obviously goes around again on Saturday in New Zealand, but that's pretty good form, and it's probably nearly up there with a the better form in this race. Hot trial behind Zuzarella. Wet track, no worries. Being by Savabeel, I'm quite happy to take the $6, and I have. And I want to have a little spec, because I don't want to lose on the race if this horse wins. Probably short of its best, but it's up there with the best form in the race, that being Banker's Choice. Two and a half off Inspirational Girl and Zaki. And 2.8 off Forbidden Love, MZ on, wet track. I know it's probably short of its best, but if they're running on, he'll be there late. Yeah, I, I thought, yeah, um, it was a bit, bit of a weird race. I didn't know what to do with Nicolini Vito off its last start, so I just sort of penned it. And I didn't Fuck know what Nicolini to do with the... <laughs> and I didn't know what to do with the New Zealand horse, because, I don't know, New Zealand form and Buffalo River I don't know which which version of him's going to turn up um so I just sort of um landed on Flash R who goes well f- fresh um he uh, they they keep racing him over 2400 2000 but all of his best forms over 14 to 1700 like he beat Adelaide Ace and Poland he finished all over them in the in a benchmark 100 at Bendigo and then he, he ran second behind Macram and beat Cherry Tortoni there. So I think um, if if a roughie's going to win, it's him, and he's 20 bucks right now. So not the worst you can do at $20, I don't think. Good stuff. I am going to have two bets in the race. I'm coming with you, Nico. I'm, I, I love this New Zealand form of I wish I win. And I think the map sets up perfectly here for Jamie Carr. She's drawn six. Uh, you've got the go forward horses. They'll be one, two, three. And I think she's going to be right there a couple lengths off the speed, maybe one off the fence. Um, as you mentioned, that Imperatriz, she is a proper mare. Um, and she's going to be very hard. She's actually running on Saturday and we'll be backing her in that race. Um, this horse has been mixing it with the best over there. Comes to Peter Moody's. Uh, stable, which is absolutely huge, and I think it's go time with Jaycar straight on. Buffalo River is a favourite of mine, and I, I just don't want to be losing on the race if he wins because I think he does get to the lead here. Um, he will get his soft track that he loves, and he was allocated 60 kilos, but Logan McNeil takes the three off, and he's a he's actually quite a good jock on these front riding horses, so. Buffalo River, the smaller bet. I wish I win uh, the main bet. I will touch on that if this track is starting to play leaderish, I probably will switch to the stablemate Buffalo River, because if yeah. it's le- if it's leaderish, or it's hard to make ground from the back, Banker's Choice has got none. So I'll probably back Buffalo River. Yep. If that was the case. Alrighty, first feature of the day: Group Three McNeil Stakes, twelve hundred meters, and it's for the three-year-olds. This is an absolute cracker of a race. We've got some of the resuming 
some of the two-year-olds from last year uh, season, sorry, in the Jackano and Dormier, the Blue Diamond winner and possibly one of the runs in the race in the Blue Diamond. They're coming back and they're clashing with the likes of this aft cabin and Zambagini. What are our opinions of the race? You go, Nico. Well, it's not easy is what it is. I've, I've contemplated over this race for a while and I still haven't figured it out. I didn't want to back Jackano because I don't think he's very good. I think he's like Artorius. He's just a tease. He's nowhere near as good Dormier as Artorius. Dormier is going to need the run. I don't know if he's going to come back as a three-year-old and he's going to need further. I wanted about crosswinds, but it won't run. I don't know too much about the horses below. They're all fairly inferior. I got to the point where you either launch aft cabin and you save Zambigini, or you have a decent bet on Zambigini and saved aft cabin. Was where I was probably at. Right. Will, I'll let you go next. Um... Yeah, I thought the favourite was way too short. It's two fifty. Um, I think could be immoral, bit... mate. Oh well, Shit, they're going to go forward. James Cummings half declared no, this it's, today. It's, it's not immoral because it's going to get back on the fence, coming back in distance. Like the, I don't think Zambagini's that bad of a horse. I, I've landed on Zambagini. I marked it about five twenty, and it's six fifty at the moment. I also like Squad coming out of a slowly run. Race, sorry, my my screen just crashed for a second. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, and I, I like Squad who coming out of a really slowly run race, but he he zipped home in some of the fastest or the fastest splits of the meeting, especially the last two hundred. Um, and yeah, they're both going to get the a great run. In these sorts of races, I like to sort of defer to the map. Like, uh, I don't know what to do with Jack and O. The map's cast for AFCAB, and, um, but Zambagini and Squad are just going to be sort of just sitting off the leaders, and I think one of the two will be good enough to win. But, yeah, AFCAB is set for a guineas. I, I, I couldn't touch it coming back in distance off that weird sand-down, really, really heavy form. Yeah. Yep. And, and Maximilius, I don't think, is the worst either. Yeah. Uh... I'm going to be with a favourite, aft cabin or aft cabin, uh, son of a stern. I've said on here a couple of times that a stern is was one of my favourite cults. Now stallion, fourteen hundred metres back to twelve hundred metres. Yes, that is the query. But this horse could possibly I think it's be going to matter. This horse could possibly be the best three-year-old in Australia. Um, he's rocketed into favouritism for the Caulfield Guineas, and that win last up was just absolutely arrogant. He sat wide at Sandown um, on, on 1,400 metres. So, and, Under a hold. hold and he went past them like they were standing still. The overall figure was good, 7.2 lengths above the all benchmark. That's yeah, really better than good. what any other horse brings into this uh, race from their last start. And I'm hoping he, he is not too far back. I don't think he's going to be as far back as Jackano. Actually, I'm, I'm certain of that. So if he can be midfield, he just needs the gaps to present and he can let down and win like a good horse. I would love it to get, you know, $3 plus. I don't think he's starting what he's, the price he is right now. 
I could also save Zambagini. Um, as I said last week, Zambagini's a better horse than Charlemagne, who lots of people were sticking up for, and probably that horse probably should have won. Very unlucky, and he's the better. Let's not bring it up. <laughs> he's the better one of those two stable mates. So he's a very nice horse. Uh, he obviously beat Fujita San last start, and Fujita San didn't really get a whole lot of luck. But his SP of what was it, two dollars twenty or something, uh, the other week at the Valley. Um, yeah, that was. It must be noted. So. I'm with the favourite, but I don't want to. I don't want to lose on the race if the Zambagini's winning at six dollars fifty. Yeah, it, it'd be interesting to see how the Blue Diamond form stacks up. Yeah, hundred um, percent. Didn't really mention Dormier. Yeah, the Blue Diamond winner. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. I just got a feeling he's he's just a good two-year-old. Might not be a three-year-old. The the two the Blue Diamond yeah. form's just a bit below average. Yeah, often is the way. All right, first leg of the quaddy. It is Group 3, over 1,100 metres. This is a very nice race. We've got In the Boat, favourite at $4, $4.20. Star Patrol, big spree horse for Clinton McDonald. Then we go out to Generation. Red Can Man, the WA visitor, is back. Oxy Road, will he run, won't he run? Moods says he probably will if it's not on the heavy side. Then we're out to Kalos and shooting for gold. Complete and utter launch in the boat. Oof, you like this horse? I love this horse. He's a good horse. Should be a Group One winner. Should have won a Goodwood. Did make it there. Would have absolutely smashed him in a Goodwood. But don't get me started on that. Great bet, four dollars twenty. Take it now because that will be crunched. Star Patrol might not run. If it does, it's got none on a wet track. Generation, he's going okay. He's a far inferior horse to in the boat. Red Care Man bot shouldn't bother getting on the plane. Oxley Road. <laughs> oh, he probably won't run. And d- d- not even worth talking about the rest of them. Seriously, just bet, just bet up on this horse, and you won't lose. And if you if you don't want to take the win, take the place because it won't miss a place. Hasn't missed a place in its career, and it won't on Saturday. It'll just notch another one beside it because it'll win. Better back me in, off you go. Is it that simple? I don't think jumps, so. leads, wins. Simple. My opinions of this race are still. I'm still a bit grey on it because I feel like the two favourites in the race are better on good tracks, and we're dealing with a heavy eight right now. We're not sure quite what it's going to do. I think. The best of Star Patrol so far would be the best in this race. But I don't think I can have a bet just yet. We've got to see what, what scratches come out. Did you did you watch the Star Patrol trial? He was coming around the corner at Cranbourne, which is still a reasonably big track. He completely crabbed around the corner. Like he had no yeah. idea what he was look doing. Look what he did last time down the straight. He was yeah, but that's legs. completely different to Caulfield. The straight is straight. Caulfield is like yeah, a he was still switching legs. legs. What and what's he going to do around a bend? It's going to be even worse. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm I'm agreeing with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. He was doing it down the straight, and that's his preferred track. How's he going to go around a bend? He'll bloody fall over. No, he was laying in. He wasn't. I don't know what he's going to yeah. do. It anyway. He's just. Yeah. He's just I, I just hope he's on the outside of horses because. 
I hope he just doesn't Hawaii. scratch because then we'll ruin our price. He's <laughs> got none. Yeah. Well, anyway, I've um landed on generation. I think he's a he's very like ideal for gener uh, for generation is uh, a fast pace at at a at Caulfield or Mooney Valley with a little bit of give in the track. He's got a peak figure at Mooney Valley with J Mac on, and I think he needs a standover jockey like Zara. I don't think Jamie Carr's been getting the best out of him. I think he needs to be really asked for an effort. Zara's going around 8.7% profit on turnover last 100. The trials were good, and he was completely smashing the William Reed and September run laid all over him, which was something I don't think anyone's really mentioned, but he, he in the straight, he, he didn't really get a, a proper run at them, and I think he was like 19s into 550 that day, so the market's got a good opinion of him, and I do too, so... I'm going to be backing him and I think he starts favourite. Huge. Mm. They do like that big figure he had in the red anchor. Um, yeah, they, the they smash so. him every time just off that. And, that, and that's yeah, probably exactly. why they smash him in the, Mooney, uh, in the William Reed because it's track and distance. Yeah. Ah, what 100%. a day the red anchor was. <laughs> Corfield, <laughs> I mean, Cox fight day. Yeah. No, Benny knows. He backed unflinching. Oh, yeah. Let's not talk about that. <laughs> Um, Quaddy. We either go really oh, wide four, here. Four, one out. No. Oh, four and three. Four and three. That's all we, we go four really skinny. Four, yeah, and, four three. and three is all we need. <laughs> the rest of them are going to scratch. I did not. The ones, think... the ones that are half any good. Oh, we, we haven't yeah. mentioned a couple like Red K Man. I don't, I don't think he gets through a soft track and Oxley Road. <sighs> don't if even he bother runs. mentioning him. Shouldn't yeah, even be on the plane. <laughs> yeah. I don't think Oxy Road will run. They, they they really want to keep him to dry tracks. So I doubt yeah. he'll be there. Um, All right. Two out. Three, four in the quaddy. Yep. All right. We move on to race seven. It's a 1,200-meter moral stakes. <laughs> because number seven, passive-aggressive, isn't losing this. <laughs> uh, Let me go first. It, so I didn't have to. That's all right. Take, my, take, my, take the thunder, bro. Just... Just try not to cut me off here. All right? All right. Say the right things and I won't have to. <laughs> this horse had an overall figure of 11.8 lengths above the all benchmark last start. And she gets her toe in the ground, which is her. her best, like All her runs, all her wins, she's four from four and they've all been on soft tracks. This is going to be a soft seven. She's drawn in barrier six, which will come into barrier five after the scratching of Argentia. And she maps to find the front, sit outside lead, or sit just in behind him. But I think she, I think she probably will find the front. Um, Jordy Childs, we spoke to him the other night, and he's trying to keep a lid on it, but it's pretty hard to because I've blown it off. <laughs> this mare does look like a superstar. Um, she's daughter of Fastnet Rock, and she she absolutely eats the mud. That trial is probably one of the better. I know we don't like backing horses off trials, but if you didn't want to back her already, then just go and watch that trial, and you you will want to. Um, so seven passive aggressive is easily one of the better bets of the day. Uh, we secured, or two dollars ninety was available for on the boost earlier today. She's into two dollars forty, two dollars thirty. So she goes on top. We did take a bet on Graceful Girl, but she's drawn cast, and she just could have way too much work to do here. Do I go or? Do you go last? You can go, Wilbur. All right. Um, yeah, I, I think she's pretty much a good-ish thing. 
I don't, I don't want to take 220 personally, but if she drifts, I'll, I'll, I'll have a bet. But um, I know Nico especially is going to lose it at me, but she's all class at $46 is a very, very, very big price. Like two starts ago, she Is she was, running? She's all class as running, yeah. You haven't she even looked. You're just... She shouldn't even bother. Blake Shin. Yeah. Nico hasn't yeah. even looked down the page. Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> they're all no. they're all irrelevant because none of them have stand a chance. Uh, he, like, he will yeah. start now. Wouldn't be there. <laughs> so, right. uh, in my in my opinion, um, she's all class was extremely unsuited against Chains of Lightning two back, and she's got arguably no fucking heart, <laughs> and arguably should have gone a lot closer if not have won. Chain of Lightning is seven dollars here. I think she's all class was flat off of her last start, and I also think she's got. Well, she does have feet issues and maybe the good track um, didn't suit her um, the wet track will suit her because she's got feet issues like I just said and the blinkers go on again so and, and Blake Shin goes on as well so I don't know I, I think you could do a lot worse than backing She's All Class at $46 um, just off SPs and can I have a penny on and a better track just donate your money to charity instead She's got feet issues and she's got heart issues because she hasn't got one of them. Anyway, punters, All right, go. passive-aggressive, <laughs> bet until it hurts, will not lose. You don't need me to say it anymore. You've already listened to the podcast with Geordie. They're all running for second. I don't really give a fuck who runs second. <laughs> I'm going to have a fill-up because she's going to win. That's it. She's a star. She's going to be a group one horse. Only a matter of time. And if she loses, you won't be hearing from Nico in the review podcast on Monday. What review podcast? <laughs> Especially if she gets beat like a horse like Isotope, I probably will give it up. We got it. We yeah, do have Isotope's to mention Isotope's a good horse. Yeah. Oh, no, she she's a, a pretender. She had her last prep was left a lot to be desired. Um, she's not much good. <laughs> like he's quick to put the pen through one. This yeah, Nico. Um. I think she is probably a little bit better on. Look, a soft seven. She, sh- she shouldn't be on the plane. It's passive. It's advantage passive aggressive. I think Isotope would prefer soft five, good four region. Um, I already think passive aggressive is the better sprinter, and with even more cut her, out of the track. Wouldn't carry her bags. Yeah, I, I don't totally agree with that, but I I do think passive aggressive is is the best horse in this race and I'll be back now. Is that it for the Cochrane? Uh, I think Flying Mascot is an interesting horse not to have a bet on but just to follow. I think she's... Yeah, she's a good horse. I, th- I think she's just about um, one of the better mares we've got in a, in Australia over 1,600 metres plus. It's a good, good barrier trial mm. for the Empire Rose and races like that. Kiss on yeah. all four cheeks. She should have okay. won the, the Empire Rose last year. Because yep. she went too quick, but yeah, yep. kissing off four cheeks probably needs a slightly better track as well. She's a little bit heavy. Right, Quaddy, are we plonking her one out? Yeah. Yes. And, and put she's all class in just cause. Oh no! Does, it, does that for do much? <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> that how halves it, work. mate. Have you oh, ever taken a Quaddy? <laughs> no, I don't know how they work. Well, so, so if you're gonna take she's all class in a Quaddy. You just do a separate one and put like a little bit on it. That's that's what oh, you do. No. You don't you don't put them in the same one and put the same stake on because it'll just eat into your profit too much. Right. 
Lessons on the fly here, punters. Let's go to the yeah. group one. Memsey Stakes, 1,400 metres. Wait for age. Uh, I think we've got to give this race the, you know, the full Monty, what it deserves. I'll go through the punting form map, and then I'll go through... Actually, I'll go through the market first. Alligator Blood, 550. Western Empire, $6. Tafane, 650 in their new disgusting Yulon colours. Elation, $7. Like Cascadian. They just... They just haven't had a good run with the punters over the years, Will. That's that's all I'll say. I'm Thunderstruck, eight dollars. Snapdancer nine fifty, and then we go out to twenty one dollars. Call sign Mav Jewis, twenty three dollars. She's in for a Caulfield Cup Melbourne Cup campaign. Lightsaber thirty four dollars. Nonconformist, the Caulfield Cup runner up, forty ones. Dragon Leap forty ones. Zayrak seventy one dollars. And Elephant is out to eighty ones after a very disappointing last start. Matt, lightsaber, snap dancer, go forward. Tefane gets the absolute grouse run from barrier three. Alligator blood will kick up from one, and he'll be right there on the speed. Elephant and Corsine Mav, they'll be up there somewhere, but they might be a little bit cast from the wide barriers if something else wants to kick up. That looks kind of unlikely because we've got Cascadian, Elation, and Western Empire. Um, they'll sort their order out somewhere. I'm not exactly sure which one will be in front of the other. And then Jules will, Jules and I'm Thunderstruck will probably be behind them. Mm. Thoughts? I didn't know what to do when I was when I was doing the map. I had no idea where to put Corsine Mav, and I had no idea mm. where to put Elation, and yeah, I don't know. I didn't I didn't really know where to put I'm Thunderstruck either. So mm. it just depends on intent. There can't be too much intent, can there? Fourteen hundred meters first up. I'm yeah, but the thing is, Cox Plate. Oh, oh, for I'm, I'm Thunderstruck, but but for Elation. So um, Julian Valance, who's just recently got Twitter, um, I saw I saw him tweet about it, and he said um, something along the lines of, if they go, if if they try and uh, go forward, they could get completely cast um, wide and then completely ruin the prep. But if they go back, then they give themselves none. just about none. So it's a bit of a weird, and, and, and especially at the Caulfield fourteen hundred meter shoot you can't you have to make a decision before you jump you can't make a decision on the fly because if you make a decision on the fly you're five wide and you've got no 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 option anyway so you you have to you have to make decision before and in in my opinion they're going to go back especially from 13. Hmm. who wants to put their bets up first oh sorry yeah i I was just going to say how stupidly short elation opened it it opened five dollars or something Mm. Like it's got no intent here, and it's well, I'll go hop on Harry. I'll go first because I see the race completely different to you, blokes. I'm yeah. backing Elation and backing Western Empire, probably the two best horses in the race over the shorter trips. I don't really give a fuck about the map because <laughs> I think the first four are all going to cut each other up, being Lightsaber, Snap Dancer, Tefane, and Alligator Blood. They're all going to be up there. They're all a little bit control freakish themselves, so I think the tempo is going to be good enough. Not really worried about the wet track query. Not really worried about the map. I think they'll be the two best horses and they'll be finishing down the outside and I think one of those two are going to get them. If not, so be it. I'm happy to have a little interest. The only other danger that I'd be worried about is Cascadian, but not worried about Alligator Blood. <coughs> not worried about Tefano. I'm Thunderstruck's going to be behind them. I can't see it running past them. Yeah, I didn't really need to mention anything else. Alrighty, I'll go next. I 
for the guys on the close friends, I am with Tafane. Um, there's a lot of hype around a lot of these horses here, and there's a lot of them that probably won't have a whole lot of intent. They're going to go back, and Tafane, she is a bit of a PR horse, but she's drawn three, and she's just going to get the gun run again here. Um, her 1,400 meter stats are incredible. Eight starts, four wins, four placings, and a couple group ones to go with it. We've backed her at eight dollars. Um, she gets through any kind of track, good, soft, heavy, won't really matter. Gets John McNeil here, and she's just going to tag the leaders. I, I don't want to say that she won't miss a place, but I kind of do. <laughs> if she runs to her fourteen hundred meter form, then. I think she's running top three. So I've actually had a one by three play. I was tossing up whether I just back her and then back another horse in the race. But right now, as it stands, I've backed her and I've taken $2.70 of the place and I've had a fair crack at that as well. This is going to sound like a real arrogant comment, but I'd love nothing more than to see her run fucking shit. <laughs> the owners, she's been retired like three times. Like, give yeah. spare me. What what's she got left to prove? What's one more Group One on her CV? It's the same track and trip. She's already got a Group One to her name. Mm. Five times or four times is not going to make a difference. She's come back from retirement three times, and she's probably won a Group One every single time she's done yeah. it. I hope she runs last. <laughs> I like their jump outs. Heavy track. Mike Maroney says she's feeling stronger than ever. We know that's all white noise, but <laughs> you're always happy to ha listen to the white noise when it's good noise. Mm. Will? Um, yeah, I like Tafane as well. Um, uh, I would have loved Craig Williams. I don't know. Is Craig Williams riding at the meeting? Or is he not? No, he's gone, to, he's gone overseas for that uh, thing he's doing. All uh, right. Well, yeah, I would have loved Craig Williams, but... Um, you, lose, you lose Zaz, get Jai. Yuck. Yeah. I don't know. I I, I like Jai, but I, I don't want to say anything about jockeys because we're getting jockeys on the podcast. So um, yeah, but like, <laughs> no, Jai's, Jai's, not really Jai's an good aggressive enough. rider. Yeah, I, th I think I think Tofano got what the I box mean. seat. Yeah, Tofano got the box seat. Um, he doesn't really have to think about it too much. He just has to put it behind um, Snap Dancer and Lightsaber, and it should be pretty simple. I don't know. I think like she's proven so many times that she's as good as it gets over 1400 meters at Caulfield um, yeah I don't know I'm pretty happy with Tofane it's just a simple easy bet to have and then I also didn't mind Cascadian um, oh and I and I marked um, Tofane favorite um, yeah um, and Cascadian I, I also liked this is just again this is his sort of race 1400 meters at Caulfield oh not really at Caulfield but um, this is just sort of his race to come up on I, I like that he's had two trials before so there's a bit of intent to get him up and going because normally only has just has the one trial um, he ran really well in the CF4 and he was a little bit more forward than usual so I'm thinking with a lot of the other horses um, like Elation, uh, Western Empire, and I'm, uh, I'm Thunderstruck, sort of gonna get back from wide barriers. I think he might, he might be able to slot in from seven in a decent position, like the the first wave of swoopers, and um, yeah, I think I think he's gonna run really really well. And Blake Shin goes on, um, 
and obviously when the Hong Kong jockeys come back from Hong Kong they they often really they they ride well um, tactically because they do that lots of that in Hong Kong so yeah he's just got to put the whip away <laughs> yeah um yeah so I, I like Cascading and Tofano yeah that's it awesome so Quaddy is I'm Thunderstruck in or out I'm kind of nervous about out. leaving no out out, out. Okay. yeah well yeah. spoken Right, so I we're taking two, five, I want two, five, and eleven. He's gonna have whatever else. Yeah, okay. So we're taking <coughs> two Cascadian, five Western Empire, eleven Alation, and twelve Defano. Oh, I was gonna say maybe you maybe this down or am I? Maybe in a in a separate one, so it doesn't cost you as much or whatever how it works. Um, yeah. Only have light... one quaddy. Yeah, Let the man speak. But you could do lightsaber as well because I think lightsabers are. If lightsaber. I'm gonna make a stupid statement here. If lightsaber <laughs> wins, I'm never. I'm done. I'm not coming on the podcast next week. I don't mind. I, I, I could have a bet on lightsaber as well. If it wins a weight for age group one, I will give up punting. This, this is the sort of race he would win though. Just like the first up, he'd be completely fit, fast. Oh, maybe not not fast one race, but it's just an on speed mm. horse. No, couldn't. doesn't really have a turn of foot. What was I, that? For, I think, where, what was that three-year-old who won a fourteen hundred meter group one, and then they retired it? It was a couple of years ago. Uh, would have we would have never even heard of it ever again. Might have even been the Memsey. Not the Memsey. It's not the Memsey. It's not the Memsey. Oh, stand by, punters. Maybe <laughs> is it the ore? Was it the ore? What numbers are going in? Uh, two? Uh, two, twelve, and five. And, 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 oh, and should we do elation? Yeah, elation's going in. Yeah. Two, two, twelve, five, and eleven. Awesome. Alabama Express was the horse punters, won the all. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah. The three year old, and then we never really heard of it again. I think he went to stud. Mm. Grunt, anyway. Grunt did the same sort of thing. I think Grunt had was a fair bit yeah, better. Yeah, he, horse he came back as a four year old horse. <laughs> yeah. But, all right, the Heavily, 1,700-meter listed race. A lot of resuming stays here. They come up against a couple fit horses, and usually the tail of the tape will tell us that the fit horses win this race, and a lot of the time it's the ones on speed because they go slow, and it's PR Central. Spanish Mission yeah, uh, was $5 all-in favorite. He's out to $17 on Bet365. What a crazy price the all-in was. What were you going to say, Will? Um, I remember doing this race last year, um, and I was looking through the, the history of the race, and it's and it's been won like once in the last decade or, or so by a horse that um, wasn't uh, that that w- w- that was first up. So you need to yep. be have at least one run to win. Not well. I don't really like going off like historical stuff like mm. as a rule, but um, for this race in particular, which is like the the, the race that. Um, stayers like to kick off in I think it's significant so the horses that have been racing through the winter are often good enough to to win these sorts of races yep the Gavin Bedgegood trained man no effort she won this race last year and I've tipped into her again we took a bit of $11 she's into $8 now she does map to get the lead here from barrier 4 punting form has Delphi going forward Uh, I think he will go forward but no effort will find the lead easily here she's the race fit mare 
Yes, she's dropping back from 2,400 meters, which is a little bit of a concern, but back to this is her track and trip. 1,700 meters core field. She's two, uh, three starts for two wins on a heavy track, and she's got good creds on a soft track. So it doesn't really matter what kind of track. Um, that won't bother her one bit. Bo Mertens can go slow here out in front because there's not going to be much pressure, and he can just start to build the tempo whenever he likes. Um, so pretty keen on her. We've also taken a bet of... 50 to 1 about he's our Bonneval. Uh, he's into $13. He's just drawn cars, so that's the issue with him. But he Send he was ridden too warm last start. Yeah, if Froggy sends this forward, then all of a sudden we we're on. I think we're already on it on the, the overs, and it's a good bet. But we could I'm be on, on it. Seven, I'm on at 76s. Nico got the odds boost up to 76. I got so one and a half multiplier. That's seven. huge. If Froggy sends his horse forward, then. Look out. Yeah, I, I can't wait till he sends it forward and it folds up like a big race. <laughs> right, I hate it? this race because I've invested so much already. <laughs> I just hate it. Yeah. Obviously, we backed... Uncle Bryn all in. Uncle Bryn. Mm. I, had, I had a decent bet each way. And I've backed another five horses in this race. Yeah. I've backed Jimmy at eights all in. It's now fives. No effort, 11s, it's now 8s. He's our Bonneval at 76s, now 13s. Last Chevalier at $34, now $19. And I back Barbie's Fox at $81, now $26. So why do you hate it? <laughs> because it's a shit race, and I don't, I'd rather not cheer for any of them because they're not that good. But I'm in a situation because Uncle Print didn't go here. I was listening to the Racing Show podcast and... and uh, Trav Noonan was very keen on Desert Icon at $17. So it's got to go on the quaddy. Um, it has some good stats, you know, track trip kind of thing. Um, obviously beat Guizo, smashed Guizo earlier in the year at Caulfield and then ran a dominant favourite odds on um, over 2,000 metres and defibrillate just had a too good a turn of foot for it in the Mornington Cup prelude. So he's probably the other horse. I, I could come with him. Will, was that the way you were going? Yeah, yeah, I, I was going with um, the exact same as you. No effort and desert icon. Yep. We're seeing very alike today. That's good. Saturday. Yep. Um, we've got to mention Jimmy the Bear. We haven't given him a mention yet. He is a winner. He just keeps winning, and it's no He's surprise so to well see him placed. come favourite. Exactly. So the, the best placed horse in the country. How this horse yep. has won was it five races. <laughs> Six races. Six, Six races, ra- yeah is insane like the horse isn't racing well i mean rating rate he's racing well but he's not he's not doing any like putting any ratings yeah. down that are incredible he's just keeps winning um winners races. just find a way yeah well, he puts himself in the race and yeah i don't know he yeah he's got to go Good in the horse. potty i know that he's yeah. i know your five dollar favorite and you go oh he's such an open field and you don't really want to back the favorite if you don't have to but He's just gonna be, he's just gonna get a land in the gun run again, and he's got to go yeah. on the quaddie. So let's try and do these numbers if we can. If if he wins this, this is the last race he'll win for a while. He wins this race, he's going for a spell, surely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, we've gone pretty short in the other legs, so we'll probably take a couple more here. One so Spanish Jimmy... mission's not going in. Two Delphi. I'm happy to say no. Just just uh, put Mr. no effort. Um, Desert Icon, Jimmy the Bear. What's wrong with that? Okay. Eight, nine, oh, ten. And, and Luna Flair. And Luna Flair. 
And we're putting Hazel Bonneval in again as well. Oh, okay. The last Chevrolet's going in. Oh, yeah, yeah, I agree with that, yeah. All right, so, seven Luna Flair, eight No Effort, nine Jimmy the Bear, ten Desert Icon, twelve La Chevrolet, and sixteen Hazel Bonneval. Eleven Emissary, happy to leave out. He was the only yep. other one I was like. Mm, yeah. All right. You got him, Nika? Mm. Or do we want him em- Emissary? Not cheering no. for it, but I don't want to lose a quarter if it wins. Yeah, let's put it in. It's got a it's got a point seven to Cascadian first. Let's put let's put it in. Let's put it in because we've gone pretty short, so we can afford to go a bit longer there. Yeah. Okay. Alright, Will can go to bed now because we're going to Sydney, and Will doesn't do Sydney for me, as he's told us a million times. <laughs> Rosehill Gardens. Um, soft six at the moment and the rail is in the true position it's always a bit of a watch with how Rose Hill is going to, going to play it can be massive rails in run and leader bias sometimes but we'll find out on Saturday Nico, race 2 1500 metre, benchmark 78 we see this Frumos go around and it looks a real, real talented mare it was a moral beaten last start ran 7th somehow we might not know the track conditions early in the day race too, but you're still happy to be on. If if he's not going to lick the rail and try she, and find a she. running, if she no, if Huey is not going to oh, lick okay. the rail and fi- try and find a run. <laughs> oh. Yeah, she's I've better. got a butter. I've got a butter up because she's better than everything in this race, but yeah. Can't rip the knife out, as you would say. <laughs> rip, rip I don't know what to say. Horse. you just got to completely forgive last start. She's better than this grade. She should just win. What, what about Roots? She's a good horse. Or decent. Mm, once further. Further? Yeah. I think she's more of a 2,000 metre horse, to be fair. Mm. Okay. If Frumos is... Not slaughtered, it'll win. Yeah. Like if, if Huey gives his half a ride, it'll, she'll just sail past it. One thing I will say about Rose Hill is it's usually fairer when there is a bit of cut out of the track. Yeah. Um, which will be the case on on Saturday. It's a soft six at the moment, and they've still got about six mils of rain to come. A little bit of that could be during the meeting. So I'll probably have to butter up as well, and I'll be with Frumos on top. Race six. Race six. Race six. What have we got? What is it? 1,100? 1,100 metre. Benchmark 78. Nico and I are going head-to-head here. You go first. I am going to back number four, Quick Tempo. Missed the kick very badly last start and still got within five lengths of Shades of Rose, who uh, will feature a little later. Um... Yeah, it was just a complete forgive last start. It was the only other horse that was supported in the market. It still maintained a reasonable figure in the market of $6.50. Everything else was out the gate when Shades of Rose was $1.50. Um, I've had some intel that J-Mac, after the race, said that he wanted to follow Quick Tempo wherever it went next start, and I thought that was probably enough for me. I don't think this fire is that much of a horse, to be fair. Um, so I'm happy to 
definitely be against it at a dollar ninety. I'll have an exacto saver because if it's if something's going to beat quick tempo, it'll be it. But yeah, I don't think it's much good. So I'm happy to be with quick tempo. Nice. Uh, <clears throat> uh, yeah, I'm going to stick with Fire, the favourite. It's too short right now, but I do anticipate that this horse gets out to the kind of six to four range. Um, eight lengths above the all benchmark for its last start, which was Chain of Lightning, just got the better of it and it kind of laid in. Um, I love the booking of Pikey and one of the most underrated gems in Australian racing, I think. We know Pike as, as a back mark a rider but I, I rate him on a horse that goes forward and this is what this horse is going to do a soft track won't uh, bother it at all so happy to be with fire on top I just I just want a better sort of price um, I think that that chain of lightning form is actually pretty good for a race like this anyway um, Rubenocchi is she's a very consistent mare um and she's about six bucks. So if Fire gets out to a backable price, I could probably have a small chop on her. I'm not dismissing Quick Tempo by any means, but I think he's the one that the market is going to find. I think he'll start three dollars eighty. I think Fire will get out, and Rubenocchi sitting there at a at a backable price just for the just for the the saver. I've got an opinion. Mm-hmm. I've just I've Here just looked go. over the. The, well, the the figures just quickly and yep. if quick tempo doesn't start favor I'll be surprised it's a bold statement seeing so one's a dollar ninety and one's four dollars sixty <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll be surprised if quick tempo doesn't start favor well we're surprised hearing you say that I'm not right. gonna, oh, yeah I, I think it's a great call because I don't think fire's any good thirteen point eight faster than all average last six hundred quick tempo last start they gifted no, that the, the, the thing that really us. sold it for me is J-Mac chased the ride J-Mac wouldn't chase too many rides because he gets mm. offered it to be on any good horses so that was a pretty good telling point for me D Gibbons to J McDonald how often do you how say many, that? how many lengths is that worth 10,000 <laughs> well, this thing's a lot of hard. lengths yeah I'll, I'll, I'm probably going to back it. I've just yep, done well, some it's, quick. It's good form. to have you in my corner for once, Wilbur. No worries. All right, the right corner. We'll go to race eight, Lover Boys. Do we? Do you want <laughs> to? Do you want a better than in the up and coming or no? Which one is this? What race? Conqueror, Caboo, Shalardin race. Yeah. What, what number? Seven. Race eight. eight. Um, it's a, it's a bit of a sticky race because Conqueror resumed at fourteen hundred. Everyone was like, "Why is it resuming at fourteen hundred? And now it comes back to thirteen, and it yeah. goes to Rose Hill, and it draws in. Caboo, I don't know if I actually rate this horse, but he's going to get complete control at Rose Hill, drawn eleven. But I think he'll speed straight to the front, and this is his kind of setup. And then Charlatan, uh, or Charlatan, he missed the run because the track was too wet last start, so they scratched, and now he comes here. At eight dollars, so I'm I'm a bit grey. Oh, nothing. Oh, hateful race. Yeah, I don't I don't have an opinion of Kubu anymore. Like I think it's complete control freak, and um, 
apparently it was really fit first up and it did nothing so I'd be against that um, I've heard charlatan was a really good type and it's well related too so um, I wouldn't be surprised to see that win and Conqueror obviously is a good SP against older horses so I've got no idea but I'm just giving some information yep no that's fair alright race 9 at Rose Hill this is one of the these last two bets I think are the two of the better bets of the day at Rose Hill and the first of those is the top weight best of Bordeaux resuming for Casey Fogden and to be ridden by James McDonald this horse was the runner up in the golden slipper went eight and a half uh, 8.6 lengths fast to the 600 um, in the golden slipper and he still was pretty strong through the line to run second. Obviously, Fireburn was just way too good for him. Um, and she looks like a nice horse. But, again, this horse is going to find the lead. in This uh, This is a San Domenico. Find the lead from Barrier 9. And he only has to hold his form of last prep to be winning this. He obviously won uh, two races before that, both at Rose Hill. So... All of his racing's been done at Rose Hill. We know Rose Hill is a good leader's track. Um, he beat Magic two starts back, who was the big spruce horse, and I think he's hard to beat. Complete bet. Yeah, you can have a good bet, best of all, though. Oh, truly. Yep. Cool more interesting for people that have seen the colour change, and obviously J-Mac goes on, because Coolmore don't let anyone else ride their horses but James McDonald. As much to my disgust at times. Um, have you ever seen a Casey Fogden horse for Coolmore? No, so Coolmore have bought, bought the it. managing share. Okay. So Aquas is, I think Aquas is still in it. Oh, right. But Coolmore have bought the managing share. Okay. In excess of $10 million. Jeez. Wow. So if anyone was grey about this horse not being here to play, Coolmore probably think otherwise. Why would you spend that runs? much money on this horse? Well, they obviously think that he's going to be able to win a couple of Group 1s and being a uh, nice schnitzel colt. Yeah, so, basically, you're telling us he's the next home affairs. Well, I'm not, saying, <laughs> I'm not saying that, but Coolmore don't normally make stupid decisions. Mm. They've obviously thought enough of this horse. Like, this horse only been beaten by Fireburn. And was probably pretty unlucky in that slipper, to be fair, on a heavy track, which it didn't really like. Yeah. J-Mac goes on. That's worth a few lengths. I don't know. I thought he was a great bet at $2.40. They're not too much... Not too good in behind. If if, uh, if this horse gets beat, Coolmore will probably be asking, we'll take any money back <laughs> uh, for what they just spent. Yeah, I thought he was a pretty easy bet to have. Yep. They don't. They don't. They don't mess around. It's business only. Agreed, it agreed, physically agreed. pains me. It, it physically pains me to see Spacewalk's name. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> bad memories. Sick beats. Also, one, one, big one thing is um, Natuno. I have an opinion of this horse. I think it's pretty good. It's well bred. Gold Coast form. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it, it, running fast time up there. And um, uh, it's well bred. I'm invincible out of a Galileo mare. Uh, I think it's pretty good. So yeah. maybe, maybe, I don't know. 
if it's nommed for a Caulfield Guineas or something like that, maybe. But um, if it is, then you could maybe spec that. I don't know. Maybe a Golden Rose or something. Yeah, easy. Mm. All right, last race of the day, race 10 at Rose Hill, 1,200 metres. Uh, this horse has been very good to us this prep, and I just can't see myself jumping off. Uh, her name is Shades of Rose, trained by Bjorn Baker, to be ridden by J-Mac. J-Mac is going to have the race-to-race double to end the day. Um, this horse, going after 1,200 metres, is only the slight little knock, uh, possibly better at 1,100, but... They went slow last start, but she's absolutely ripped home in her last 600 metres. She's gone... Uh, where we go? Where we go? She's gone nearly 11 lengths above her final 600 metres. And given it was a soft track, to be running the fifth fastest four to the... Um, yeah, the fifth fastest four to the two and the sixth fastest two to the post, given it was the last race of the day on a soft track, that's very good going. So, real slick. Um, I think she finds the front here. We've obviously got Mao Tai. He he's ran a good figure first up as well. But happy to be with Shades of Rose on top in the last. Yeah, I'm with you. I don't need anything else. You don't want to say anything about your boy Mao Tai? It's a fucking squib. <laughs> Won't see which won't say which won't see which way shades of rose goes. We'll fucking eat it. Yeah, agree. Good bet. Alright. Around the country or New Zealand, there's only two more I just wanted to mention. Race six Tarapa. It is Imperatriz, the horse we talked about for Tiakao. Um very talented sprinter. Or could be a miler. She's eleven starts for eight wins and a second and a third. She won really well first up. She carried the sixty kilos and she beat uh, Dragon Leap Dragon Leap goes around in the group one he might not have any in that race but it was still a nice win I expect her to be too good in that she she goes back um, back to weight for age so she carries just a 56 and a half kilos and she should be winning and the only other horse I wanted to give a quick mention I'm not sure if I'm going to back it but race 8 at Eagle Farm It's Me has been entered that's a good little race against that other that Queensland horse. That's yeah, far too easy. Far too easy. So that is a nice race. No exact tip is yet. I want to go back and watch the trials of It's Me. She's won both of them though, and we know she's a real talent. She won the Kosciuszko back in twenty twenty. Hope she comes back. Yeah, I she is her. a nice mare. Hundred percent. Horse. Anything else around the country or over the jumps? Do you want to go? What about um in South Australia? Dallasan yep. is coming back. He's racing. Mm. Dallasan's racing. <laughs> the dagger's down your throat, then, Uber. <laughs> I'm not backing. I'm just saying he's he's coming back. Yeah, um, it's, yeah. yeah. he's back. It's worth, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what if I'm gonna have a bet in the race. The one that could interest me is um, Just Folk. He's dual accepted. I think he's entered at uh, Caulfield as well, but. He is a proper wet tracker, and it's a currently a soft seven there. I'm not sure if there's any more rain. Um, he won the Crystal Mile at the Valley. I know it wasn't a, a strong Crystal Mile, but then he he went to he won another group too. He won the Ajax over in Sydney, so beat Ellsberg there. So he actually is half a horse, um, and he could if Dallasan. You know, you don't know where Dallasan is. That agreeable 
who knows with agreeable. Um, he could be the one just folk. Mm. There's also passive aggressive's just touched two dollars ten on bet three six five. Huge. Um, there's also in race one at Morphville. It's way too short, but um, Mary Mac Boy ran very nice time on debut. That price Kent Stayer in the second could get an absolute PR again. Oh, was that was there one you wanted to mention about the car thing tomorrow, Will? Oh no, no, sorry. Yeah, you don't you don't want to give it any air time. Fair enough. <laughs> no, no Friday. <laughs> no, you, you can talk about. It. Uh, well, did you say Jamie Carr's going to? Yeah, but Pakenham but I like something else. Nice. Yeah. So Jamie Carr's going to Pakenham just for the one ride. It's that on Font Rouge for Freeman, but. Wilbur is sticking up for Star Hummer. Double figures. Mm. Tell us why. Uh, oh, I don't have any notes up, but um, I don't know. It just comes out of a good race and it was good. It's well related. It's a half sister to Hummer Hummer and. Um, no. Uh, Tycoon Hummer and. What's the other one? Um, is it Hummer Mama or is that, yeah. the, is that the, the dam? Hummer Hummer, yeah. Hummer Hummer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's well related and. By Zustar, good camp. Um, yeah, I think it should be a lot closer to favourite than double figures. Yep. Huge. Well, anyway, something that ticks my system. Looks like I'll have two bets of packing them tomorrow. Last day on the synth. Old Packy Sinto's been pretty good since they've redone the track. Pretty fair. Not like that Ballarat joint. Um, in the first, you mentioned that Jamie Carr is going for a ride. <clears throat> so it's a bet system is punters if a jockey goes to a track for one ride usually good intent whether I want to back the horse or not I've got a rule that I just have to back it stake varies on confidence levels but Jamie, Jamie's not going for a haircut Jamie isn't going for a haircut well no. you might you might know a good uh, barber around Packenham there's Popeye and Malum <laughs> Malum sing in the second you did mention that it was in a good jump out, Will, with Elation and I'm Thunderstruck and co. Yeah, yeah. Um, Elation and I'm Thunderstruck were in the trial and he went with them. That probably doesn't mean anything because it's a jump out, but it's well related and um, yeah, I, th- I think yeah. I think it's a good good horse. I think, and yeah, it's it's nommed for all the good races as well. Well, it ticks the system, so it's a bit. Mm. I, wa- I wonder knows. if I wonder if punters are going to uh, write an article about um, Jamie Carr and Ben Malum going to Pakenham together like they did <laughs> when they went to Europe. <laughs> I've, actually got wor- I've actually got work off tomorrow. I'm having a party. But go down go down to Packy. No, to come to mine for a party after. <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding, Bunders. Let's touch on Sunday quickly. Bring us home. Quickly. Seems like you've culled the sub- segment. Quickly. Let's touch on it briefly. <laughs> Alright, the first race is one of the first two jump. maiden one of two maiden hurdles. This one is over thirty two fifty. Gotta watch some more trials before we make a decision, but I think it's a race in two between the Hayes horse Port Gulimi and Guam. WT. Guam. Guam. Same thing. <laughs> I briefly tried to watch its trial before and it looked like it could jump okay, but um, I just need to just go through it again. WT has been back to the trials and I don't know anything about Cotton Eye Joe, so I need to have a look at that race. 
Race two, not even going to bother. Stupid race, 3,400 metres and none of them can stay. Race three. Race three. Hello, Darkness, my old friend, Stakes. <laughs> Got to take care of Hurdle. Chains of Honour v Castro Frannic. Looks a good race in two. Interesting stat they said on RSN today. So John Leake's last six horses he's taken to the races have all won. Hmm. Well, there was that they've all been at a fair price. So he told that everyone that he's had an absolute that, fill up. Yeah, that yeah. grey one by like that gazillion that one, yeah. yeah, he's going to freshen it up and take it to the Bart Cummings. It's got a, a Melbourne Cup <laughs> nomination. Which one? Oh, why wouldn't you? Like he bought the horse for like twelve thousand dollars. Won three races and it can stay. Carried sixty three and a half yesterday. One by seven. Why wouldn't you have a crack? Wait, are you nothing? talking about Castrofranic or the one that won yesterday? No, no, no. The, the horse that won yesterday. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. So it'll be at Warrnambool next year. Can't wait. Yeah, he, it was bought to go jumping. He goes, it's too good to go jumping here. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Um, so yeah, I initially, I don't know. It's a pr- hard race. It's a race in two. I haven't decided which way we're going to lean yet. But Chains of Honor gets back on a wet track. But this Castro Frannick's flying. So could easily be against the fave. Now, this race is interesting. I do have to watch the trials here because I do want to take Stern Idol on. If this Bal X1... If this Bal X1 can half jump, it's a bet. Like, Whoa. Well, well what, what are you going to get out of $1.33? Stern Idol. Whoa. Yeah. Considering he's nearly fallen in his last jumps hurdle, leading by 50 gazillion lengths. So it's your sort of price just range, Nico. Pardon? It's your sort of price range, the dollar twenty. A dollar thirty-three over the jumps is for horses that are bulletproof. Like Flying Agent and horses like that. This horse is not bulletproof. He hasn't been in a race where anyone's handed it up to him yet. He's been in races where he can dictate. Pateman will be aware of that, and if this Bell X1 can half jump, it'll be a bet. Let's do it. $3.80 available on well, Bet365. He's it was that's the best a, price. It was beaten a length and a half in the trial, and WT was in it. So I need to have a look at the trial, because jumps, trials, margins mean nothing. You just want to see that's educated well. If, it's, if this thing can jump, it's a bet, and we'll be taking Stern Eye along. I could see, if this, if this horse can jump, this market could completely flip. Like this Balex one could start like two seventy and Stern Idol get out to like a dollar sixty. Hmm. The way the early market's trending, I could I could sort of see that happening. Balex one's been five fifty in the three eighty already. So huge. This could be smart money, punters. So listen out. If if it, I'll watch the trials tonight and if it can jump we'll put it out as a bet early. Yep. The Kiramar Racing Steeple Chase, benchmark one twenty. He's got the favourite be quite fitting to, for him to win his own race, wouldn't it? And I mm. think he will, because Brungle Birdie's a bit of a squib. Uh, only other danger, these pavement horses, they're honest, but they're not quite up to that. Roland Garros is going to get a heavy track, which he loves. He obviously ran super last start to my little bit of disgust, because we grayed up and didn't end up backing him, but uh, BT Jr. was finishing in a rate of knots with 105 kilos on his back. Um, so, yeah, Roland Garros could be a bet there. And, yeah, the champ in the last, don't need to look into it. They couldn't beat him over 4,200 metres on a soft 
softer track which influenced and helped them last time. So I, d- I don't see what's gonna gonna help them this time. They'll keep back in this Cossack. He obviously goes from the hurdles to the bigger fences. Um, interesting. He's only been to a maiden steeple back in New Zealand, from what I can gather. So now they want him to go up against our best steeple chaser. Good luck. The only fly in the ointment would probably be Sinanica, but I don't know. I don't think he likes it really, really wet. To be fair, I know he nearly beat Saunter Boy last up, but it's probably the worst that Saunter Boy's ever jumped. And he's got to go, obviously, to the to the bigger fences. And I don't think this could be Sinanica's first go over the bigger ones. So, um, look short. Yeah. yeah, he does look short. But it's the it's the weight thing, I think, isn't it? Sixty-four yeah, kilos. Four. Four and a half kilos isn't much to the best horse in the race. Yeah. But his Cossacks is the number. They'll keep backing it. And like Valak, I know Pateman has uh, been wasting to get down to 65 kilos just to ride Valak. But like I love Valak. There's no questioning that. But he couldn't get within 10 and a half of a flying agent on a soft track over 4,200 and didn't quite stay. I don't know if he's going to get yeah. within 20 over an extra 300 metres and on a heavy 10, which flying agent's going to absolutely lap up. So, yeah. There's never such thing as a moral in a jumps race because they've got flights to jump over. But this is as good as you'll get to one. Just back up the truck and you'll see a good horse do his craft and it'll be a thing of beauty and I can't wait to be there to watch it yeah flying agent he's the best bet of the day over the hurdles for sure uh, steeples steeples sorry over the jumps um, are you going yeah, yeah we're going we'll be going so if you want to hit your lift let us know 4500 metres heavy 10 this is his absolute setup. a couple of people were a little bit grey about oh it's only a soft 6 last start didn't bother him at all now he actually gets his right track and as much as I hate it, the, the main danger might be BT Junior. He beat Flying Agent and a Blaze in a national. Yeah, true. He he was here. a big run last start. Big big run and, last start with a big weight. And and he got to the steeples last start, so he might be just slowly coming to hand. But I'd be pretty shocked if BT Junior was been able to beat Flying Agent. But still, Flying Agent two dollars forty five out to now and. Ladbrokes, give that a boost and launch it, and then you could even have a small, real you small have, save on could, BT I'll Junior. Probably have, I'll probably have a little save on BT Junior at that yeah. price. I'm not going to save the others. Yeah, awesome. All right, that'll do us, I reckon. Let's quickly do these questions and wrap up. Can I ask you a question? Can I ask you a question? Can I ask you a question? Can I ask Nico a question? That is what Willie Barbs, our new merchandise man, has told us. And the answer is yes. We'll get to his questions in a sec. Uh, I've got more of a statement from Mick Calmerford. He says, nothing today. Gentleman Roy probably should be a little shorter. Saturday plus draws the ace. I could, I could definitely see why someone would take that angle. Stu says, graceful girl. Not really a question again, but he's just he just loves a graceful girl. Uh, <laughs> Willie Barbs, another A. Kelly question. Little birdie told me you struck out. Don't know what that means. Struck out. Yeah, don't know, don't know what that means. Not unless it was another Nico. 
That's after definitely you. After, well, nothing's happened yet. All right, not a question, but a prediction. The elation bubble bursts on Saturday, says Willie Barbs. Ayrton 2.0. Big call. Elation's a better horse than Ayrton. Big call. Yeah. Uh, Benny, any chance of getting punter on the on the racing previous pod? Was a leap on the Mooney Valley pod. Oh, yeah, so we got Ricky Ponting on the uh, Mooney Valley pod. Um, might be a bit harder getting him on the racing previews pod, but... <laughs> I'll, I'll give him a message. See what Probably won't. <coughs> Nico, WTF happened with the quaddy number last week, Matt. The boys are down $900 down the chain. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, explain the story, Nico, for the listeners, for a laugh. <laughs> so, so last Saturday, before golf, I'm in the clubhouse having a schooner. And I was in the doghouse. I said to the boys... Let's get the quaddy sorted out now. Blah, blah, blah. So obviously the quaddy that we take on the podcast, so the numbers that we read out earlier, is something that Ben and I take every week. We don't alter, we don't subtract, we don't do anything. The numbers that we say on the podcast to you guys is exactly what we take. We've sent those numbers into the group chat, said to the boys, these are what Benny and I have taken. Are we taking the same numbers? They wanted to take some out, put some in, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so initially, um, one horse was taken out, and that was Sam's image. And then there was a couple other horses that were taken out and put in and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, there was a message sent, uh, Sam's image needs to stay in the quaddy. So I've already had one quaddy in my bet slip. I've gone back in, edited the quaddy, and put Sam's image back in the quaddy, and somehow, some way, I've accidentally put the wrong quaddy on, and sure enough, old Zakat had a good think and wouldn't go past. Nico and Benny and the listeners had a quaddy fill-up, but Spring Kings didn't. The bet with mates went up in flames, punters, and it was kind of depressing and kind of hilarious. (laughs) <laughs> Everyone thought it was good. I didn't think it was great. I fucking hated myself. <laughs> and um, it's actually just, it's just putting the knife back in, to be fair. Yeah. Uh, we got one from Jack from Osa. How do you think Thunderstruck runs in the Memsey? I think he'll be running on late, but he might... His two 1,400-meter runs first up and second up last prep, he kind of just got back and kind of found the line late. But Mick Price does, has said he's a lot more forward than that, so... I expect him to run better than that, but I still think he might just have a little bit too much to do. But we'll see. I, it wouldn't completely shock me if he won, but I think we've left him out of the quaddy, haven't we? Yeah. I, th- I think he'll be a lot better over further this preparation. Yeah, he's aiming up I, 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 Cox Plate. Yeah, yeah. I think, he, I think he's a 2,000-meter horse, and this is just a set-off point. BT. Nick, one more question, and then I've got a... We've got one more segment that we forgot to do, just to quickly the best bet multi, where we've got to do one leg each. So last question, okay. and then best bet multi. The question from me? Yeah. Question from our boy, Willie Barbs. Benny, I heard you took over the job of entertaining females on King Street last weekend. Is this true? <laughs> I'm trying to cast my mind back to the weekend. No, this is not true. I don't know what he's talking about. 
No, you can play the straight bat. That's all right. <laughs> I'm genuinely trying to. I'm genuinely trying to think. I'm genuinely trying to think about what he's saying, and I don't know. Outside the Lumia bar. Crown. We're at Crown. We're in King Street. No, but she she's from the King Street King Street oh, establishments. Right, 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 right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. That that you've slipped that one in there. <laughs> uh, gold. It's about time someone else was in the gun other than Nico. Gold. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. That's completely thrown me. But there's been multi. I had to take the opportunity. I'm always the one getting shafted. So I thought, fuck it. Yeah. Fair enough. Have a bit of fun. He doesn't know any other details. Don't answer the phone when Nico calls you about the weekend. <laughs> I'll give you the tip. <laughs> All right. Best bets. How good. You're putting in... Someone's got to put in passive-aggressive to win. Yeah, that's me. My one... That may as well just tick us now. Yeah, fair enough. My one is going to be... Actually, you go first, Will. No, you go first. I haven't decided yet. Oh... I'm either flying agent win or Tefano place. Don't put Tefano the place in, please. Because no we're not going to get our fucking multi. I, I don't. I don't know. Uh, maybe generation. Do generation win. Generation win. All right, we're not going to get Nick's the multi not gonna be anyway. Happy about that. No, right, I won't. I won't do generation. Um, We've got so many good like two dollar, three dollar shots that we can just whack and get yeah, our multi. Go yeah, generation you, you plus. Gotta get, no, you got to get value. Um, and we'll never hit one. No, Pescaro to win. It'll be. <laughs> 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 he's, he's gone from a $5 shot. He's got no, no, no. I'll go $6 shot. <laughs> <laughs> At least generation's half a, half a horse. I'll go a $6 shot with a horse with convictions. <laughs> Pescaro will win. It's favourite. Generation isn't favourite. Oh, shit. Pascaro would be lucky to win at fucking Warwick Nabil. No. It's had no luck at all. Go watch oh, its replays. It's got no heart, Will. No, it'll win. I'm, I'm tipping in, and I still bet. think this is not a good idea. No, it's a great that idea. That proves my point that it's a shit bet. <laughs> no, it's a great idea. No, it's a good bet, Rollo, but it's just not, a, it's just not a moral. No, it is. It is immoral. Uh, it's immoral, apparently. We can't Fuck. change his mind. <laughs> and just to piss well, Nick off even more, I'm going to go to find the place. Well, you may as well, <laughs> yes. may as well add yes. to find yes. the place because no. we're, don't we're, do not getting, we're not getting the multi. So yes. Don't matter. do place, do win. To find it. Alright, you know what? Well, maybe we'll go system 2 3 and I'll go to find it. <laughs> Nick is going bright. Purple. I don't even know what colour that is. Uh, are we going to try and get Flat. a multi that's going Flat. Yeah, if... if So, 220 times $6 times 6.5 right. is 92.4. We'll We're going to go with System 2-3. We'll go with Trixie, so that means right. you, you go the three different combinations and then you go three multi as well. Nico is absolutely <laughs> burning. But we're going to go passive-aggressive... Uh, 
Pashiro and Tofane. Trixie. Donation, lads. We may as well have donated it to bloody Ronald McDonald House. Let's hope two of them win. Fuck. But, um, let's wrap it up there. It's been a good podcast. Uh, this this is a little segment about choosing the song. It's absolutely flying because no one did me a winner this week. So this, this segment is going gangbusters. Uh, it kind of makes me feel a bit better about having dry runs because... A lot of you lot are no good anyway, so <laughs> there's a little dig to the listeners. This song is my own, uh, so we'll see you out there on Saturday. Good luck on the pump, and hopefully you can tip me the winner in the Memsy and get this hat. Cheers.